0: listeners and welcome to spoiler alert i am jeremy and i'm joined in the booth today by sonya and sean hi, hey, hey hi. how are you forgive me for being brief but as you know we are in the third heat of our merrill march madness competition <sighs> and we have to make every single second count Whoa. uh <laughs> last Except week that one yeah let's i technology. Last week, The Devil Wears Prada stole a win from Death Becomes Her, joining the final bracket with The Bridges of Madison County. Today, we cement the three finalists for the week by picking the third to go with that last pair. This has been done through the use of the Sonya-made Merrill March Madness Matrix, which allows us to score any Merrill performance in the categories of characterization, voice, physicality, tension and emotion, and of course, style. Each element uh, has a score of 15, and each f- a perfect film would total 75 points. Today's category, films we've never seen before. And before we even get started, spoiler alert is in full effect. Also, Karen Silkwood dies at the end. Jeremy. Whoa. <clears throat> well, I, I haven't said, finished
1: yet. I just <laughs> said. It was in full effect. <laughs> All right. Actually, I did text you guys while I was watching it. It was like, nothing happens in the last couple minutes, eh? I didn't know that
2: was a joke at first. I didn't either.
1: I just, I knew what had happened. and when it was like literally moments to the end. So I was like, is this going to pop up here soon? All right. Well, I think we should just dive
0: right in. I Because agree. we have to chew through quite a bit today. Whose pick was Silkwood? That was mine.
1: Sean, what was Silkwood about? So, um, before I chose it,
0: <laughs> I knew
1: it was... Um, a movie starring Meryl Streep and Cher. And I was like, Avi, I have to watch this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I thought they were a lesbian couple. That is not the case. Nope. Uh, um, sort and of. I also became aware of it listening to a Cher interview where she talked about she was sitting in a theater and they showed the trailer for it. And the, the voiceover was like, starring Meryl Streep, Kurt Russell, and Cher. And the theater like burst out laughing, and she felt so hurt that she oh. was like, "Oh, I'm going to make these people believe that I can act." And now we medium believe that she can act. Mm-hmm. She has an Oscar, doesn't she? She does have an Oscar. I think uh, Moonstruck. Moonstruck. Yep, I, mm. think I was going to say from Moonlight. I always. <laughs> she say played that. a big character in that. <laughs> um. So, Silkwood, Sean. Yeah, it's about. Um a crew working at a nuclear plant. They are a motley crew, haven't they? Oh, would say. Meryl and a Ooh. great little fringe mullet. Oh, that um,
3: mullet.
1: Share D- as Dolly Pellicker <laughs> And Kurt Russell is their shirtless friend. Just all the time. All the time. Truly shirtless. always. And uh, so Meryl discovers Ooh. that they may not be telling the whole truth uh as employees of this nuclear plant. Starts Gets involved with her union. Starts raising some evidence, and then all of a sudden, get some some pushback. <laughs> just
0: a bit of pushback. A bit of pushback.
2: That's how I would categorize it. Yeah,
0: just a tad, just a touch. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> because who knew? I mean, in the year 2019, I think it's easy to sit here and say, hmm, that plutonium company,
1: mm-hmm. not great. Yeah. Well, this is who post saw that Aaron coming? We know about <laughs> plutonium now. Yeah. What, there was no plutonium in Aaron Brockovich. What is the, her thing? Well,
2: someone's getting poisoned by yeah, something.
0: You know, it's, it's, a, different, it's a different thing. It's a different Spoiler alert. Yeah, it's a different wow. thing, yeah. Uh,
1: i anyway. could sorry.
0: The, the entire time I watched this movie, I could not help but hold Aaron Brockovich up to it and sort of, mm. dare I say, judge.
1: But, but did uh, this
2: movie not predate the Aaron Brockovich? By quite
1: some time. Mm, yes. <laughs> and like North Country, too. Oh, yeah. Like with Charlize. Timeline. Yeah, it had elements oh, of that. I had elements yeah. of that as well. A
2: woman in a male-dominated world.
1: Yeah. Frances McDormand up in there, too.
2: Oh, I love Frances McDormand, yeah. as we know. <laughs> That's well recorded on this year's show.
0: true. Um, this year's show. <laughs> so let's get right into our let's categories. Do. Let's so, do uh, For Silkwood characterization, Sonia, would you care to...
2: Well, I gave it a 12, which is in the upper upper category, the upper Mm -hmm. echelon, Um, just because I feel like we did have quite a full sense of who Karen Silkwood was. There was a lot of um, different elements of her sort of interior world. I feel like Meryl um, really, really did it. She really did a good job on this here one.
1: I'm here. I also. I'm picking her, up
2: some Karen Silkwood. You right are now.
1: doing a full Silkwood. Yeah. I did a twelve as well mm. because I believed this like sort of country queen, blue collar gal. Um, she just like things like her extreme laugh at a sort of like racist <laughs> joke about two, yeah. jo- two dogs mating was just <laughs> like I know this woman inside and out, um, and just like the way she handles her situations like in the work where she like flashes of boob and just like trying to be this like sort of a guy's gal yeah and i don't know i i really got a feeling for karen uh who is also a real woman and i don't know what preparation meryl did for that
2: yeah it, i feel we don't know enough about yeah. real karen
1: and it probably
0: would have been pretty tough considering the, t- the actual time frame yeah right? there's not going to be a lot of video and audio recordings of the real karen's so all they have is interviews with dolly <laughs> Don I was <laughs> grateful that knew her the best, Jeremy all right, so we're gonna we're gonna get into some things here uh-huh. i gave it I gave it an eight
3: <gasps>
0: and it is not Meryl's fault, but I would like to present to you a scene in which old movies used to do this thing, which I don't like, and it was super obvious to me. so you both recall the scene where uh Meryl is sitting on the couch and Cher is lying on the bed and they are having a tete a tete before are. they go out to the balcony. I do mm-hmm. or no, not. Not the b- balcony. It's like a porch with the swing on a porch, it. porch. Sitting on the porch. They 100% filmed all of Meryl and then filmed all of Cher.
2: So you docked her characterization points?
0: I do <laughs> because her performance was hella inconsistent.
1: I also believe that it was inconsistent. Yes. Mm.
0: And it was very obvious because I could, I, I, I could just see it because I, I have made this mistake before where you just get someone to say all their lines and chop it up. And then if you, like, bud them together, you can see no time has passed. Mm. And it just does not work. Anyway, uh, I think it's not for Meryl's choices, but probably for the actual production's choices. Mm. I think that it affected what was happening. I, um, I also have a pretty good guess of what the order of filming was from those inconsistencies.
1: Oh. <laughs> because I had two and a half hours to think about it. Holy That's man. Two, two, two hours. No, 2.20. Two twenty-five.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, I bring up the
1: inconsistencies in her performance at a later category. Fair enough. I yeah. see. Uh, so let's move it along to voice.
2: I just closed the thing. Oh, uh, <laughs> I gave it a thirteen. Whoa! I know it's a bit fine. extreme, but she, um, oh. she, the accent, she really had it, and and she, um, yeah, like the the the, the like. The turns of phrase she would use, like the, I don't know. I just felt like voice and point of view was a, a place where she really nailed Karen.
1: Um i, but I also, may maybe
2: about to be proved wrong.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I believe, I liked her voice too. Um, it was not a voice I liked because mm-hmm. it was, but it was very clear and like just, she'd be like, I don't know about that. Like she always yeah. be like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Or I, just like when the, her and Cher are talking about formality hide. Or, um, oh, and even at the, when she's like really going through it and she's like, oh, golly, gee, I'm dying. Yeah. She <laughs> was like, that, it sounds not the best way to, you know, be ex- saying emotion, but I guess this is how Karen is. This
2: is how Karen is. She's rough and tumble. <laughs> <laughs>
1: rough and tumble. Formaldehyde? Formaldehyde.
2: <laughs> that did make me laugh. I gave it a six. What?
0: Yeah. She, th- there were so many times where like, there's no accent there. She totally dropped it for whatever reason. Well,
2: I I would like some receipts for this.
0: I I, I want a timestamp. I, I don't have I don't have timestamps. We can. I don't want to go through and get them. There were times. Jeremy, like, watch it again, oh, please, <laughs> at half speed.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I so many times I was like, she's just not doing the accent in half of this. I don't. And, uh, maybe just,
2: I just didn't notice.
0: you are just totally sold by the the story. You just. Like, I think I
2: was distracted by her mullet, and I also so distracting.
1: Also, rage. the mullet looks hilarious on these like crystalline features like <laughs> highest yeah. cheekbones and just like and then a f- big curly red mullet it's true it.
2: and like the skinniest I've ever seen Meryl her boobs are literally just like little pointy things <laughs> well, there's a particular scene where she's in this tank top but it's just like it's Meryl's, anyway
1: what's, a, t- what's going on there? she's a teensy tiny so they're like, little, little mosquito
2: bites because I was like oh this is a hundred years ago she was 12
1: she was in, he was in the 80s <laughs> anyway uh physicality so speaking oh sorry you go no you go um I don't know why I jumped right in. This is where I gave her a 7 mm-hmm. because I think this is where the inconsistencies really seemed right for me because she would like like some scenes she would be like spreading her legs like super butch like li- like mm. you know on a couch things like that and then other like I don't know in other places she'd be so flirty fam like like sort of I don't know doing so much hip and like hip and giggles around the workplace. I don't know if maybe she was doing code switch as yeah, a choice. Yeah, that's or how something. I read it. Yeah. So maybe that's what... But it just seemed very inconsistent to me. Um, also, she smokes 4,000 cigarettes in the film. So yeah. And it became so distracting for me.
2: Yeah. Interesting.
1: And I felt like a kind of a crutch. So I'm just like, I don't know what to do here. A huff a smoke. <laughs> you,
2: actually, that's a good point. I gave it a nine
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, for similar reasons. Although I was... I did think some of it... I was like, okay, I think some of this is a choice.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um but yeah and also just it wasn't something that really stood out to me um in the way it has with some of the like we've watched a lot of Meryl movies mm-hmm. at this point and I was like okay I know what you can do Merrill like
1: isn't that funny how yeah. it is right now where we're I'm just like at the first at the start of this week at uh, this month I would be like <gasps> but now I'm like oh great you've flip from crying to sobbing in a moment (laughs) old hat seen it meryl (laughs) she's like how groundbreaking meryl
3: yeah
1: uh i also gave it a nine Mm. so we've we've now synced back up but uh
0: i uh there were a lot of scenes of like dangerous radiation sounds and alarms and panic yeah and uh i thought those were really great yeah i thought that was absolutely a highlight of the film uh, We should also talk about before we move on. Did anyone else think it was weird the way they kind of like would have a scene that felt like forty-five minutes where the camera was just seemingly in the corner of the room, yeah, and just rolling, like just like not not a ton of movement, and then again completely switched up with running through the halls like of this a shaky facility, cam almost. yeah, shaky cam, yeah. I did like the how the tension kind of became like at a moment's notice like you didn't there are these detectors they had to put their hands on yeah and then they just started going off all the time with her so but it was uh, it was good
1: yeah maybe that's why because it was there was points where it was so slow but maybe Mm -hmm. it was just to make those moments where it was like oh a day in the life it's slog 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 and then all of a sudden just like real intensity
0: and i do think that like i think that's what they were going and it's it's supposed to be a a true story right so you don't yeah. like, you're trying to capture this whole thing but it is a little exhausting to watch the whole thing yeah
2: <laughs> even like even the ending um spoiler alert but they <laughs> like you see the she. so karen is i think like probably was murdered by this evil corporation It's, it's super possible. that's the point of view of the film at yeah. least um, so you see her crash her car and then they show you for a full t- two minutes, mm-hmm. a literally a scene you've already seen mm-hmm. of a slow, her driving away.
0: Yeah. And then that um, truly
2: baffled me. And, and then that was a, really
0: weird. another scene with, I don't, was it like a diner? Is that where they were the, at that bar or whatever, where they drive the car with a tow truck? And then chairs just crying. There's, like, a bunch of people oh, in this yeah, yeah. that like are it's just, just like,
1: we all know what happened already. <laughs> it's like, how'd like, you
0: guys figure it out? Is this yeah. the night of? Is this days later where they're moving the vehicle? Like, what's happening? Yeah. And Anyway, it just, it, it did get pretty cut off. Tension and emotion.
2: <laughs> I gave it a 12.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, because I bought it. Like, I bought the the distress, the the panic, the, like, the horror of, you know those scenes where they're like being what do they call it um the fuel cooked pills? when you get cooked. When cooked oh yeah oh yeah that's... and then they scrub you with this uh, presumably like lie or something i don't know but it like burns every scene
1: there's like ah. <laughs> like it's
2: that was distressing like i had an emotional right. reaction yeah i no, it was terrifying i don't know the stuff with your kids i think could have been a bit more there could have been a better through line mm-hmm. there because i did feel like it made me feel feelings this the stuff of her being like separated from her kids mm-hmm. but um they kind of dropped it i don't know i guess yeah. i was emotionally very invested in the story we stand right. a union queen a union. in my family <laughs> I it. um but so yeah i don't know really? what'd you guys give
1: it um i kind of disagree i mm. gave it a seven Fair i on. i didn't by those emotions, like, when she was with her ch- children and she's, like, realizing that she can't see them, I, it was just, I didn't get any sort of, I didn't feel like she was torn up about it or anything, mm-hmm. or, like, even when she was hanging out with them, it seemed like she was forced to hang out with them, and she brings her <laughs> friends to, to like, you know, like, help her, basically, um, or even when she's like, being painfully scrubbed by lie, it didn't seem like... Mm. Like, I was more affected by her, like, friend with the wig being scrubbed Oh, Thelma, who I love. Thelma, yeah. yeah. Uh, I gave it an 11 because Mm. I I did, there was, like, these
0: really big swings of,
1: like,
0: terror is the only kind of way I can put it. But then also, like, super frustration at it just, like, happening again and all these other events. Mm -hmm. Um, I really liked when they sort of broke the main sort of cycle of stuff. And they had to go, like, the scene where they go, the three of them go to the doctor to see how bad off they yeah. are. Yeah. Or they go to, was it the, what was it? It was like the union or those lawyers?
2: When they went to Washington? Yeah. Yeah, the AEC. So it was yes. like their, it was like a, uni- a union meeting, basically. Yeah.
0: And, uh, like those parts I thought were really, like, moving, like not moving, like I wasn't touched, but like the story is progressing yeah. and we're, we're going along. Um, so I, I, I think it was there. I think it was there for me. Like, like I, 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 the tension,
1: especially. Yeah. I feel like like, the tension. I was like, what is the relationship be even between her and Dolly? Like we have no idea. No. Are they friends? Are <laughs> Are they dating? They're roommates. Like, do they even know each other? Yeah. They seem to despise each other.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Ugh, there was a lot of stuff that it was like getting there. Like mm-hmm. if they, like I feel like with some modification, this film could really do it, but
0: and yeah. again I, I i do think it suffers from being a true story staying true to all these different versions of this woman and you know they probably someone probably told a writer this mm. and they were like okay this is what happened and so that's just what they put in the movie they didn't adjust it enough to work or mm. remove it entirely interesting yeah um style points for uh for silkwood
2: I gave it 12.
1: I knew you were going up there. Speaking for the mullet. The jazz
2: queen the, the, oh the accent, and the Just, yeah, there were moments where I was like, oh, it just is like the delight of watching Meryl just like be so extra sometimes <laughs> makes me so happy.
1: I um, I gave it an, an eight um, because I, there wasn't a ton of things she was bringing, uh, but it was there was just things that were just like, it is great to see Meryl do this mm-hmm. sort of working actress role <laughs>
3: yeah
1: it was nice Uh i give it a nine
0: just because i i my for style points the measure for me is could you swap this out for another person mm-hmm. and i kind of i felt that that was possible oh for there was, sure there's definitely things that like she aced and did super well but you know someone else could have done just as good and again the cast also had, like, a bunch of, like, Craig T. Nelson.
2: It was a was stacked here. cast. Yeah,
0: and... Uh, that was
2: such a weird character.
0: You very strange. Very strange.
2: That was, like, Chekhov's Craig T. Nelson, basically. Well, and,
0: like, is he a villain? Is he not a <laughs> villain? Like, what is he doing?
2: Like, I feel like they showed us Craig T. Nelson, and you're like, oh, something's happening <laughs> with this guy. <laughs> yeah. And then the gun never went off.
0: And you're like, is he intelligent?
2: Or not? Is he is he what? is he sexually alluring or menacing yeah. or both? <laughs> like I was like, oh, something bad is going to happen. Like I was getting <laughs> powerful sexual menacing so vibes, Ooh, and right. then it was just nothing except that he was kind of friends with the boss. Yeah, and like, I I think the I think the like assertion is that he was somehow involved in the sort of purposeful contamination of her.
0: I think so, but I don't know. It w- is he the guy that Kurt. Give a little sucker punch to the end.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh not to mention I absolutely loved the scene where he is editing the photograph yeah. with the Sharpie because it was the most ridiculous thing I have ever seen. And their interactions were super I don't know, I don't know if unbelievable is the word, but it was like I think it was trying to establish that he was a villain yes. and maybe unknowingly. Yeah. But it just didn't work.
2: When I also did not understand that that's what was happening at first. Oh. Until she, like, told that the union boss, like, that oh. that's what was happening. Oh. I missed
1: it. Oh, okay. Um, a character I really enjoyed was Angela, the esthetician that, yes. <laughs> that shared dates for a while.
2: <laughs> the twist, dead people esthetician. Yeah, and then she <laughs> does
1: share makeup and makes her look like a corpse. And, it was like <laughs> and
2: only Kurt Russell's brave enough to say
1: it. Yeah. Uh, well, because he was in it. He was mean. Oh, he, he was, was mean, mean there, And right. had
2: a confederate flag, we should say. Yeah, There's you know, some racial there, stuff yeah, there There's was, there
1: was some, there like, some things. Some
2: pointlessly so, I would say. Yeah. At first, I thought they were trying to do a thing of like, well, see, like these people are progressive, but they also have their flaws, and like it's important to be focused on all of it. But no, it was just pointless, I
0: think. I, I, re- I honestly think a lot of the details just came from testimonial like that that yeah, but it just seemed that way so yeah, hard i guess yeah it reminded me of like a much better done version of what was that what's that show called with uh with oh man america's most wanted you know how they recreate oh, the like yeah. The, oh, yeah but like a really like a reenactment yeah. yeah but yeah. uh anyway i also was wondering the entire time if it was made for tv it was not it seemed to have been
2: oh interesting yeah, i don't Didn't think, think of that
0: yeah um okay do we, did we do total scores? No, or, we say them okay. all at the end. We're saving them, people. gag ourselves. Ooh. Um, so to anyone who doesn't know, you're listening to Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM CJTR. Regina Community Radio and we're talking about uh, some movies for Merrill March Madness, March Merrill Madness. I mix it up. The it's last bracket. bracket. Last maybe. La- Last of the first of brackets. The first finals, yeah. And <laughs> <This laughs> <is laughs> then, then there's only the, one final. The round. third the third of fourth shows. Maybe. These are semi-finals. Uh the next movie that we all watched was called Postcards from the Edge. Sonia, would you like to give us a little uh a little recap on what this movie's about?
2: Sure. Meryl plays Suzanne, Suzanne or Susanna, Suzanne. I, I Suzanne.
0: Um,
2: basically, Carrie Fisher, <laughs> right. uh, an actress, an actress who has a more famous and very insane mother, um, suffering from addiction issues. Um, I feel like that's a good snapshot.
3: Mm-hmm. No, totally. Yeah.
2: No. Uh, it's based. So it's based on Carrie Fisher's novel, which is semi-autobiographical. So basically, Shirley MacLaine is playing Debbie Reynolds, mm-hmm. and uh, Meryl is mm-hmm. playing. Uh, Carrie Fisher, and it's a lot, and I liked it.
0: Yeah, no, it was it was pretty good. I enjoyed this. But
2: my score does not reflect on spoiler no? well, alert. Then
0: let's mm-hmm. get into that character characterization.
2: Okay, so I did give this one an eleven,
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, because I feel like, um, especially, well, I shouldn't say that yet. I'm saving what I was about to say for the next category. <laughs> um, but I feel like you know, a film about addiction, like we did have a pretty good sense of sort of what was going on with her and. Um, the, especially the relationship between her and Shirley MacLaine. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It was, like, not, not obviously not the best we've seen, but also I didn't really find fault with it. Mm-hmm. Although, I, I don't know. Anyway, we'll come back to
0: that.
1: Sure. Sean? Sure. Yeah, characterization was, like, uh, I gave a 10. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as high as, like, uh, as other roles because I couldn't get a lot from this woman. The only, Like, I mostly just really heard Carrie Fisher in all yeah. of these, like... Like, Meryl didn't seem like she could... Del- she didn't seem like the type of woman that could deliver these one-liners in the way that I basically heard Carrie Fisher say them. Mm. And so, yeah, in that way, I I didn't get a lot of of Meryl from it. But I did love her just like sort of simmering mania like through <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, she just was always sort of like ready to just like ah da 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 da. It was pretty. Anyway, I um, enjoyed. I gave it a
0: 12, and I, the more that I think about it, I think I'm kind of charmed by the whole movie businessness of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. and there, there are definitely things that I thought were really funny that maybe weren't supposed to be as funny. Um, and the, her, the two relationships she has mainly, like the one with her mother and the one with Dennis Quaid, I really enjoyed more than I should have. And, uh, I just, like, Dennis Quaid is such a jerk.
1: Oh my and God. like but Dennis Quaid is such a fox in this film. Finally, I, I,
2: I get what where moms are coming
3: from.
0: Finally, <laughs> but uh, man, like I I feel bad because I like really enjoyed this character, but like he's such a jerk.
2: Oh, but he did such a good job. He
0: Did anyway. <laughs> uh, all Ooh. right, Sonya, moving on to voice.
2: Voice. Okay, so this is what I was gonna say. Is like. Those little one-liners, like Carrie Fisher wrote the film, mm-hmm. and you can tell, because I feel like Meryl, interestingly, Sean, opposite to you, I feel like Meryl did such a good job of those. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, And they, yeah, they're they just so funny. Chaos. Like, she's just so sharp and so sassy. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like, manic at times. So even though she wasn't doing a ton with, um, like, accent work or anything, I feel like still the, the way she conveyed herself and her point of view were... were really well done especially those like quips so i gave it a 12.
1: um i gave her a nine still in uh ooh category (laughs) Um, i think i really loved her just like sort of exasperated undercurrent all the time every time her mom was like talking over her and she'd just be talking under her and it was just like it was so good and it would just start like it would keep going until she finally just like snaps and then shirley would just be like Well, why don't you just say so? Like, it was such a, it's like basically my mother and sister. (laughs) It's just like one needling the other until the one snaps and the other being like, well, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Um, But you're right, some of the line delivery is so funny. The ones that are just like, do you prefer blood or urine? (laughs) Yeah. um, Sheila McLean's like, I only drink socially. And she's like, I only take acid socially. (laughs) (laughs) It's so great. Yeah. Uh, I also gave it a uh, no. I gave it a ten. Um, wow. Yeah, I think I gave I
0: think I gave my other point to characterization. Mm-hmm. I should have made them both eleven. It Does right? not matter. Um, I loved the relationship between her and her mother, and I I think she, knowing that it is sort of this Carrie Fisher Debra, Debbie Reynolds thing, actually kind of makes it better for me. But mm-hmm. uh, like she nailed it, and uh, it was so believable, and the relationship is so bad. It's so good. <laughs> so
2: bad, but also so loving still at yeah, the end of the day. And
0: yeah. very real, right? Yeah. Like, a, like, a, like they're in a situation that no couple of any type should be in. And yet, it, you know, it's this very public thing. Yeah. And they're both totally willing to sort of take part in that. And the whole thing at the end with her mother, like like her, get her getting her mother ready to like go out. And yeah. it's such a good example of what that relationship is. And uh, they kind of hate each other.
1: Which but is they, uh, good. Oh, like, yeah. They fully are very competitive. They, yeah. Yeah, and like they, I kind of have this more in like the tension emotion like aspect, mm. but it is just like, um, it's these complicated feelings of like despising your mother, but also like adoring her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right.
2: and revering her and like respecting her. Yeah. Yeah. But then also at some times like just fully not.
3: Yeah.
2: Being able to <laughs> handle her. My favorite, oh my God, I'm obsessed with the scene where she makes her sing.
1: <laughs> I, that is, that is then, what I was going to bring up, too.
2: And then does the because, full song and dance. Because she's doing her
1: full, she's, like, glaring death threats at her mom for yeah. making her do it, like, despising. But then when her mom does this, like, amazing routine, mm-hmm. Meryl's fully just, like, actually loving it. And yeah. it's, like, so, like, beaming with, like, pride. Yeah. And it is very confusing and, mm-hmm. like, complicated.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so quick, b- quick-ish before the break, physicality.
2: Uh... I gave it a twelve, and now I don't know
0: why. I I also gave it a twelve, and then she doesn't do a lot. Yeah, no, I don't know. There were <laughs> a lot of funny physical jokes, though. The thing with the hanging out the building just
1: destroys me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> that was really good. Um, I I gave her a nine.
2: That's fair, honestly. Um, yeah.
1: Mostly, I think she's giving a lot of some big time face. Mm,
2: yeah. Um, oh, there was good face. That's maybe where some of this
1: points come from. Where some of these points are coming from. I feel like she was giving kind of a, just a big like Jim Halpert sort of <laughs> like every time just some wacky situation would happen, she'd just kind of be like like look into the camera, yeah. just this, like my life is wacky, and I sort of enjoyed how she's like going on this ride of her crazy life. Yeah. Uh, uh, I I honestly would have liked to see like a voiceover or something as well,
0: but that would have been
3: a bit maybe a bit much. Much. a bit much.
0: Anyway, you know, just uh, more of, more of what I want. Uh, so uh we're gonna take a quick break, but w- uh once we come back we're gonna we're gonna keep talking about all this stuff and maybe we'll uh we'll play a little something. <gasps> What's that?
3: What a tease.
2: W- what wink a wink,
0: what a tease you are right. Let's see you after the break. Oops. Hey y'all, we're back. Oh. <laughs> uh you you you've now uh, once again tuned in 91.3 FM CJTR, M C J T R Regina Community Radio. You'll listen to the spoiler because it's Wednesday. And, uh, guys, do you have any idea? Do you know what, uh, Spring what time Equinox? Maybe you know what time spring. it might be? Spring. You know time time for it ice spring. You know what time it also is? What? It's game time. Oh. <gasps> oh. Cheep, 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 That's, That's the spring version of the air horns.
1: Those are eggs. Crack. For
0: those who don't know, or if you're just tuning in, the. Uh, the game the game that we play on the show lovingly called The Game is where I spend all week looking for a movie title related to our weekly or in this case monthly topic I tell these lovely folks what the title is they tell me what they think it's about I laugh and tell them they're wrong I tell them what they're, it's really about and then we all have a, a great old, grand old time <laughs> 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 this, it's uh, kind of like that this is not about my superiority in any way shape or form wow um, Although I was wondering if I should hand off the game to one of you guys, I don't know how that would work out. Oh, uh, yeah, it's been. It might a year. be fun. It it's been, been a year. year. Was, maybe we should my, do a
2: trial run. Maybe,
0: maybe uh, in April, we'll make Jer- it'll be Jeremy April Fools with a the new game. beginning. You guys, this week's title is, of course, Still of the Night. S- that title again, Still of the Night. Hmm. Is it based off of a song? <laughs> <laughs> uh, n- I don't believe so, but when I Googled it, both came up.
1: Mm. I believe that this is a woman <laughs> who suffers from a really bad insomnia, and she's taken to staying up all night and watching her young couple neighbors that live across the alley. She watches them all the time, and she becomes really obsessed with their life, and um, she watches them in the evening, and then when they go to work, she breaks into their house and... Um, Uh, She (laughs) recaps their evening. She walks and pretends that she's them. Sean, isn't this another movie? (laughs) This is definitely not Rear Window inspired. No, there's Ah. there's there's another movie that's this plot
0: exactly. Oh, what is it? It stars Matthew Broderick and maybe Meg Ryan. What? Oh, what's it called? I
1: don't remember, but we'll look it up later. We know Matthew and Meg. Yeah. Well, anyway, this is what I think that Meryl's doing. (laughs) Okay, Sonia.
2: (laughs) Okay, I think it's a period piece. And it's about an eighteenth century knight
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who
2: runs a whiskey still. <laughs> <That's>
0: <laughs> I am so happy you went there with it. <sighs> oh no.
2: And Meryl is, um, like the she's his assistant. And um he's played by Jeffrey Rush. Don't know why. Ooh. And um they have like some tension, but then also Meryl's like she, oh, Meryl's a widow. Um, so, she's very economically powerless to this man. And so it's just about, you know, like, Meryl trying to live her life while working in the still of the (laughs) night.
0: I am, wow. You know Um, what, Sonia? I'm not proud of that. 0.5 for that, because that was... (laughs) Was it close? No, not even close, but it was better than the actual... (laughs) That pun, Uh, young lady, was absolutely mm. off the chain. Thank you. Um, still of the night is a 1982 American... Psychological thriller. Uh-oh. Uh oh. It stars Roy Schneider and Meryl Streep. Jessica Tandy also makes a return. In, Ooh. In, yeah. uh, I, so many of the movies I've picked have had Jessica Tandy, and I don't know why. But you lo- you're a Tandy. I don't. Cow. I don't. But I don't even seek him out that
1: way. Anyway, you're Tandy about, man. He's so Tandy. Uh, it
0: is about uh, psychiatrist Dr. Sam Rice, uh, and he meets uh, the young, enigmatic Brooke Reynolds, who's played by Meryl, and uh, her ex-lover has been killed, and he was the therapist to that gentleman. Whoa. And it's about them evading this killer because they're both sort of in this web of, you know, the killer's a woman. Oh, is it this? Is it, you know, is it Meryl? Is it Tandy? Oh, oh, is it?
2: Wouldn't that be Tandy?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, so uh, give it a watch. Maybe just watch the trailer. <laughs> uh, I don't know if this is a good movie <laughs> or not, not. you, don't enforce it. Uh, the game is, of course, brought to you by the RPL Film Theater, the best Yay. theater in town. Amazing. God, the we seats love. alone. I, I want to go just... there
1: on Tuesday for talkies because they're watching Little Italy, oh. and it looks very funny.
0: Sean, was that a plug?
1: Um, for, <laughs> for our sponsor. sponsor. Heck, yeah. I was just trying to drag that out. Guys,
0: yeah, wow. Do you know what else is going on?
2: Um, a little thing called the Look and Listen What
0: This important station fundraiser gives you, the listener, the opportunity to buy tickets to win a grand prize trip of your choosing to one of four. Great. Destinations. Name it off, Sean and Sonya. Go. Niagara.
1: Get in a barrel and jump off.
2: Orlando. Mickey.
1: Toronto. dot 306. I mean, 60... <laughs> four.
2: Anaheim. Whoa. Also
0: Mickey. <laughs> uh, flights, accommodations, activities, $500 spending voucher included. Second prize, $1,000 travel voucher. Third prize, Regina Folk Festival experience package, which includes two weekend passes to the festival this August.
2: And what a lineup.
0: I, it's a great
1: lineup. There you go. I to Lot- see the <laughs> travel Right? I would
0: see <laughs> Lottery tickets are only $20, and there are only 1200 available. I just heard that there are only seven left. So hurry. Is, is that more than last week? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> the trial date will occur on air, 845 a.m., Friday, May 3rd. Tickets can be purchased online at cjtr.ca slash donate or at CJTR's offices on 1102 8th Avenue or by calling the station at 306-525-7274 during regular business hours uh, Monday through Friday. If you were one of the lucky people who bought a ticket by the early bird deadline of March 20th at noon, Be sure to tune in to the Early Bird Draw, which will occur at 8.45 a.m. this Friday, March 22nd. Right? That's this Friday? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. The Early Bird winner will win a $500 travel voucher and two tickets to the Friday Night Regina Folk Festival. And the Early Bird winner will have their name put back into the pot for the grand prize draw. Oh, man. You could win it all. Twice.
1: Twice.
0: There you go. Guys, that movie we're talking about is called Addicted to Love. And uh, I think you
1: would both really love it. Magical. It's super creepy. Well, it, looks, it doesn't seem like that from the poster. No, it does not. But it that is fun. What it is it looks like a very fun film. It is super creepy in
0: some parts. Okay. Oh. All right. We are talking about a little movie called Postcards from the Edge starring one Meryl Streep.
2: And Shirley MacLaine. And McLean. one
0: Shirley MacLaine. Let's be clear. And one Dennis Quaid.
2: What? Yeah. In a good not way. Not to mention
0: yes. all eight of Dennis Quaid's abs. Wow.
1: Um <laughs> <laughs>
2: and then also, like, one million other famous people. Yeah. Basically. Who are in it for one second. Yeah. Just,
1: uh, Hi, Rob whole, Reiner. I'll whole, just pop in for a second. Just a whole
0: slew of folks for no reason and yeah. every reason at the same time. Um, we're talking about our all of our little points for this movie tension and emotion. We have 20 minutes left in this show. Yep. so we
2: Power through. I gave it 12. I think because a mother daughter thing will always get me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's a complicated relationship, and they did a good job.
1: Mm hmm. Um, I gave 14. Um, I, the, the relationship is very complicated, but amazing. And yeah, just like how she can go flip flop f- being from that specific scene where she is like fully, she is begrudgingly beaming with pride when her mom is doing that amazing scene. Um, also, there's a part where she has a really great line delivery where she is like, just tell me if you think you're an, al- I'm an alcoholic, and then she's like, okay. I think you're not gone. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's perfectly encapsulates how she wants to like both hurt her and help her at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's very, it's an interesting thing. Um, I also gave it a 12 uh,
0: because that relationship is just, I could, I could watch several sequels of, mm-hmm. of them just doing that. Uh, oh, just just take that because, show on the road. Yeah. Their lives, their lives are crazy. It's perfect. It's, it's, it's super great. Style points, Sonya.
2: I gave it 10, cause I think I gave her the points for some of the stuff I would have given her style points for elsewhere. Oh. But like, you know, some of those really good line deliveries, like, she did have really good hair in this movie also, <laughs> which I know is like, so not the mm-hmm. point, but, um, it was, it was, she put her Meryl Stank all over it. Mm-hmm. One thing I will say, and this is in Roger Ebert's, um, review of the film, is like, I, I felt very unsatisfied by how they kind of lost the thread of recovery and addiction. Yeah. I feel like it only then existed in the context of her mom, mm-hmm. and and it sort of fell off. But anyway, it it that's just a side did. thought.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, style. I I give her an eleven. The like the love and exasperation that she shows is really amazing. But honestly, Shirley McLean just steals yeah. this show. She's just like this. Cyclone of glamour. <laughs> She's drinking these <laughs> Stolly smoothies. She's just great.
2: Pouring vodka. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, I, give,
0: I give it a 14. And uh, I don't know if I give 7 to Meryl and seven to, 7 to Shirley. I'm not sure. But uh, they, I just immensely enjoyed the sort of resonance that they created between the two characters. Um, all right. Moving on to our third and final film of the first brackets. Um, the Hours which I picked because I had not seen it. The Hours is a three-part story told in the absolutely craziest order. Uh It takes place uh with Virginia Woolf in, I don't even know what year.
2: Like the late 20s? Yeah,
0: Um post-World War II with Julianne Moore and John C. Riley, and then the early 2000s with Meryl and, uh, and a Flux. pair of... And uh, Harris.
1: What are those glasses that change colors? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, progression lenses, <laughs> a progression. A pair of progressive. That was, that was <laughs> not good. It was
2: the time. It, it was, was the time.
1: Um, but Ed Harris,
0: Jeff Daniels, and who played? Uh, um,
2: uh, Claire Danes. Claire Danes and, and
0: Allison Janney. And, and, and and Allison Janney and in oh, a wasted I, role. Honestly, yeah. probably. Um, it uh, it's kind of interesting, especially on paper, because it is about Virginia Woolf writing. What's the name of the book? Uh Mrs. Mrs. Dalloway. Dalloway. Mrs. Dalloway. And then a person sort of receiving that book post World War two. And then the sort of person who is the character in the book. Sort she of. is
2: slash it makes reference to the book.
1: Right. But the the It's very postmodern. But yes. Ed Harris basically calls makes yes. her Because her, her Mrs. name's Clar Dalloway.
2: 'cause Clarissa is it's 'cause in Mrs. Dalloway mm-hmm. her name is Clarissa Dalloway. She,
0: yeah, and she she is actually named after the character of the book.
2: I don't know if she is, but that's why he calls her that.
0: Oh, okay. No, I thought that was literally what it was.
2: I can't remember. Oh, okay, so I missed that.
0: It doesn't matter. Th- not at all. Okay, um, three very interesting performances, of which Meryl is a third pillar of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Which, and not
1: the top, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, there oh, you go. Interesting. We're going to get yeah. into it.
0: Characterization.
2: I gave it a twelve. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, that's just what I give. Right <laughs> um, I think that yeah, it's tough because. Meryl doesn't feature as prominently as she has mm-hmm. in some of the other films we're measuring against, um, but I think she, as much as as much time as we have to get to know this character, we see a lot of different sides of what's mm-hmm. going on with her. And it's, I mean, it's based on Virginia. Well, it's it references Virginia Woolf, so it's very interior. It's very emotional, but subdued. But anyway,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, so I think Meryl did a really good job bringing us Mrs. Dalloway.
1: Yeah, I did really enjoy this modern, bisexual Mrs. Dalloway. <laughs> it, was, um, it was a great take on it. I gave it a 10 in that she did too good. It's just Clarissa's kind of an unlikable character. Mm-hmm. Like, she just, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. is constantly... Uh, like, people are trying to have real conversations with her all the time. She's constantly brushing them off or, like, fussing around. Um, Ed Harris always wants to, like... Ask her like real questions and she's just like, bye, bye, bye. Um, she is kind of rude to Sally. I don't know what that was about. I, I've like her partner. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It seemed like she thought that Sally was cheating on her. I got that feeling, but I don't know why. She just was put off by her. She's obsessed with flowers. The first time she go walks into that flower shop, and she just yells,
2: "Flowers!" It's, it's a reference.
1: Yeah, is it? Yeah. Okay. It was like, yeah, we know what. A lot in of here. the stuff
2: they tried to they shoehorned in some awkward stuff with well, like they, the they, they it shoe-horned. tries to be so literary. Anyway,
0: we'll come back. To that. Um, very literary. Yeah. I don't think it succeeds. Uh, I I gave it an eleven. I thought it was a a pretty believable pert. Person, from what we saw, especially as juxtaposed with the other two mm. leads of the film. Mm. Uh, anyway, we'll we'll leave it at that for now. Voice, Sonya.
2: I gave it an eleven. I don't know why. <laughs> I should have reflected a little harder on some of these. I
0: I do I do feel like, and I think this keeps coming up in voice, Sean. What did you just really quick? What did you score it? I gave it an eight. Okay, I gave it a ten, and I feel like with voice, and if she's not doing anything special, I don't know if that's successful or not. Because if she's just talking in a voice that works for the character, like her normal voice, you know, is there work there? Is there not? I think there is.
2: In this case, yeah, I think there is because even some of the line deliveries, even the like she does. There's this thing Meryl does, which actually. Ooh, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this. Reminds me of my own mom a bit Ooh. when she's trying to seem okay, or she's oh trying God. to seem chill, but it's mm-hmm. not chill. Where she's really br- trying to be breezy, and she does that a lot in this role. Yes, and I think a lot of what's going on with this character, or at least I read it this way, is she is in full denial about everything that's happening in yes, her life. Basically. So yeah. Anyway,
1: mm-hmm. I also 11. thought that yeah, she whenever something sort of upsetting happens, and she just uses this like high, clear voice to just be <laughs> like. I'm not actually thinking about that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, you have to face what's happening I'm focused right on the party. I'm making the crab thing. Just, I'll just fix up your, like, crab hole apartment. Yeah. And...
0: <laughs> what an apartment. Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, moving on to physicality.
1: Uh,
2: again, 11, because I think it's kind of the same thing where, like, she wasn't making a ton of over-the-top choices, mm-hmm. but the, like, briskness, the efficiency, the, like, clipped way she has certain movements she was doing some good face stuff um
1: yeah it wasn't
2: it wasn't the best that we've seen from her and especially in this these like nine films but um yeah it it was an embodiment of the character i thought
1: yes she does do some gf uh, but (laughs) she gf but tb yeah She has um What's T V terrible body. Oh rude. (laughs) Terrible. I just wanted to make the joke. She does a lot of physical moments where she is just her character is constantly bustling Mm -hmm. and tidying, whether it's from anger or awkwardness, she just is like boop 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 and nobody can really pin her down to find a moment to like talk to her. And except for like very few times. Um, I gave her an 8
0: for that reason, Mm -hmm. that exact... I just felt like she overdid it. It was like, we we understand you don't need to keep doing all these little things. And then when Jeff Daniels comes and she has her, like, kitchen freak out, Mm -hmm. like, it was just really over the top, and I think, like, a more subtle breakdown Mm might have served the moment better. And then his reaction, which was just like... So strange, Clarissa. Are you okay? Do you do you not want to be there? Like, what is what is the relationship? And yeah, it just it's it was weird. And when you learn more about it, maybe it worked. But I don't. I don't really think. I think
2: um, part of it too is like they just try and cover so much ground in this film in terms of the adaptation from the book because you're like, whoa, there's a lot happening. Well, it's
0: a third of the film, right? Yeah. Exactly. uh, Tension and emotion.
2: I gave it 14. Maybe I'm just a sucker and like frankly in a depression right now so like some of this stuff was pretty resonant <laughs> for me. Um but I think um yeah the the like it's interesting because she's almost playing, like, the emotional version of a straight man in this.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. For Ed that's Harris, a,
2: for example, to, like, play off of. That's a really
0: great way to put it. Thanks. That is, yeah.
2: Um, but, but I think she did, like, a really good job of that. And it created this space for, for example, that scene with Ed Harris, like, mm-hmm. to be really powerful because she's having that kind of restraint.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, I gave an 11, um... Like, she does pull out some of Meryl's old, trot off a couple of those old things, like, I'm crying, I'm s- laughing, I'm sobbing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you and cry laughs up. It's, <laughs> I, the thing with Jeff Daniels, it was so just like, we're meant to believe she's like having a a, a moment because. Uh, Ed Harris left her for him, and it's all coming back to her now, or whatever. But it didn't. I didn't really get. I didn't feel that emotional seeing that, mm. or like didn't even really care for hmm. some reason. But um, I did like her moment with her daughter Julia, of which in every Meryl film is someone named Julia. <laughs> um, and then she just has a sort of frank conversation with her about her like life and her doubts of what she's done and if she has a silly life, and it's kind of like. It's dark, but it's mm-hmm. I like that conversation
0: um I also gave it an eleven uh only because and this is now a bit of like it's more of a meta thing. I think that her performance was turned down by Nicole Kidman yeah uh, oh I think nicole slade i i absolutely, yeah, I think the, like the the amount that was going on and the the way they juxtaposed everything yeah because it was almost like this sort of butterfly effect esque.
2: It was very nonlinear,
0: right? But it, I, I think the the goal was to have Virginia cause an effect down the line. Like I think she was sort of this mm. this thing that made things happen in the other two stories.
2: Oh, that's like, interesting. I read it as a lot more parallel than that.
0: Maybe. Well, it it certainly could be. But uh,
1: just from the way that it was like chopped together, I thought that was kind of the goal. Mm, yeah, I it, see that. It, it did seem like oh. Everyone has the same sex kiss right now. Yeah. Everyone has a choice between life and death right now. And purely because Virginia's was
0: writing the f- first text, I, I think I took it that like that's the source of all of these different things. Interesting. So um I gave it, that's why I gave it an eleven. Mm. Style points.
2: Twelve. <laughs> Who knows why? <what? laughs> honestly partly just for the um constant uh turtleneck statement earrings <laughs> indoor scarf moment.
1: Lip purse. Lip. She was giving like me could, a lot of Meryl. I could do... I love her sort of like thinking face where she was pursing her lips and then eyes just sort of flitting quickly. <laughs> I feel like I could do that. Same. That's like, that's like my Meryl gym. I feel it now. Um, I actually did seven. There's nothing noteworthy for me in that's this. That's
3: fair.
0: Yeah.
1: I gave it a 10 just because I thought it was
0: a pretty decent performance of a person, but nothing... She could have been swapped.
2: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah,
0: that was that was my... What did
2: you guys think just for like 30 seconds of Julianne Moore's old lady Drake?
0: That was uh, hilarious.
2: It was a lot. Hello,
1: super. <laughs> that was super a weird moment to too. It's not the first time she's done that, nor the last. No, yes, certainly not. Um, and oh, I man. would say also just a quick MVP is Tony Collette. Oh my God! Freezing in for literally two minutes of screen time and just like <laughs> serving you every the whole aspect film.
2: of the human condition. Yeah, <laughs> like just Seriously. in thirty seconds.
1: But she's like, Kitty, you didn't mind. <laughs> mind what? That's so uh, wild. That was so like wild. her first
0: acting job. But I feel like it wasn't, but I no, feel like but that's yeah. You know, is my first big deal. I'm in mean, with these super big movie stars. I have got to do this, I and think, then she did it.
2: This was post Muriel's wedding, though, wasn't it?
0: I have no anyway. PMW. PMW. PM s- um, okay, oh you guys, we have five minutes left. Yeah, we we nailed this episode. Yeah. God. Um, w- h- do we add it now? Do we? Well, to so some do arithmetic? we just
2: say our. Which one's got what order? Sure. Or like what the total yep. points? That's
0: exactly what we should do. Let's do the third, order. Third
2: to the first? Third to sure. first.
0: So third. What did you guys give third? Mine was Silkwood.
2: Mine was Postcards.
0: Really? <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Which is my own
2: choice, and I was not happy Mine about it. Mine was
0: also Silkwood. So that's a okay. little, that's little
1: disappointing. And that's a, just... A, that's, oh, that's a uh, Number two. The Hours. Although I love the film The Hours, her performance is not particularly... That huge.
0: Yeah, I also
1: uh, i i put the hours. I did not like the hours for
0: various reasons, mostly Julian moore related. Oh, wow, yeah. okay. coming
1: right for Julian. <laughs> yeah, it just didn't work.
2: I'm trying to do math at the same time as okay. so we're talking, so that's bad. Um, I gave. Uh, oh, Silkwood was my second.
0: Okay, uh, so that means that Sonya's number one would have been, the hours.
2: Which is. I would not have guessed that mm-hmm. going in. Don't know how that happened.
0: With Sean and I having postcards, postcards got the highest for me. Mm-hmm. So, okay, wait. I believe postcards is one. So record.
2: you both gave postcards number one. Number one.
0: Yeah, and you gave it number two. Number three. She gave. I got oh, okay. number three. Oh, so God. it gets. We're gonna have to. I have to do math. math okay.
2: Here. Okay. So Gosh. you both gave postcards number one, and yeah. I gave it number three, which is a total of seven points.
1: Yes, that's correct.
2: What, uh, and we Silkwood? both gave the
1: hours second, and you gave it a first, so maybe that <gasps> would top. Is it, it
2: a? It's a seven. We oh tie. Oh
1: my god, what are we
0: gonna do? <sighs>
2: Wait, and then what did you guys give So good. Doesn't matter.
0: <sighs> yeah, no, it does. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay. It's too little. I, I thought. How
2: do happen. we tiebreaker?
0: We're gonna have to tiebreaker. We were like, it, it
2: won't happens. happen, <laughs> and it happened. We were
0: so confident we made it all the way through to the end. Oh my god, this is a spoiler alert emergency. Um,
2: do I make the tiebreaker somehow?
0: Why do,
3: I don't know.
2: Why do you get to make this decision? Because I feel like you've made the decision on
0: the last okay. two weeks as well. Somehow, <laughs> we, there's, I think there's an elegant solution to this.
2: Okay, what is it? I think Fight we both
0: move dead. ahead. <gasps> we Whoa! Have a a, a four-way four, four bracket through. at the end. Wow. Oh,
2: I like that. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's an element of drama.
0: Yeah. We have just added another film to next week. It's the
2: wild card
0: spot. It's the wild card spot. Content. Content. I think that's fair.
2: I like it. Okay. How do you feel about it, Sean?
0: That's fine. Yeah, and then now we don't have to stress about the <laughs> arithmetic. True collective decision making
2: and <laughs> action.
0: We could also defer to the actual scores. Oh, we could do. We'll we'll, we'll decide before next week. L-
2: Ooh, let what anticipation!
0: Mystery, let the mystery hang over the listeners yeah. as we as we determined what we're going to do in the case of the thing that we did not think would happen. Very <laughs> small that I, was,
3: that
2: I was quite adamant was not
0: happening. <laughs> we we're both so confident.
2: <laughs> um. And then yeah, so I guess you'll all just exist in anticipation until next week bum, to find out bum, what happens. Bum.
1: For the ma final
2: ma We're gonna be using a mini Meryl March Madness Matrix.
1: That we're making
0: Mostly, I can't think of other M words. Wow! Well, the well, final, <laughs> Will we, oh, we'll the coming dress is our favorite Meryl character. <laughs> can't obviously. wait for
2: you guys to see my mullet.
0: There we go. Uh, we have one minute left for a very quick. What you watching? You guys oh. watch anything cool? I watched Olive
1: Queer Eye, and I laughed, I cried, it's Same. the best. Oh,
2: <sighs> my soul was nurtured. I'm going to see us tomorrow. Oh. And I'm scared.
1: Oh my god, it's going to be very scary. I'm yeah, gonna take a gonna scarf bad.
2: so I can hide in it.
1: I'm going to see Captain Marvel tomorrow. Oh fun. Oh, yeah. I uh I,
0: I live with a small girl who has fallen in love with Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Who's this oh. girl? Uh, <laughs> her name is not to be said live on the radio. Oh god. <laughs> uh, she uh she loves it so much and her favorite Spider Man, you guys have seen this yet? Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Is the really janky costume he wears for most of it. This, and you know, so she'll we'll get home. Spider Man. So uh, she loves Spider Man.
2: I love That's that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it also is like such a beautifully animated film, so I can see why yeah, a little no, person would be especially super drawn to it. it.
0: We skip every part that does not have Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> so all the first part
1: I have not I've seen twice. Just all the, the, all the other stuff I've seen eighty seven. Just times. Amber PB in the scientist costume. You <laughs> skip. <laughs> don't don't I ever? Uh, God, that is so
0: true. It's Guys, such a good movie. That's all the time we have, unfortunately. I'd like to give a shout out to the Garys for the use for our theme song Manituna, my co-host Sean and Sonia. everyone here at CJTR, and to our listeners. The show is broadcast live Wednesdays at six PM, rebroadcast Friday mornings at nine. And it's available as a podcast on CJTR's website or on Twitter at SpoilerAlertYQR and Instagram, SpoilerAlertCJTR. Coming up next, a little show I like to call My Electric. Oh, Oh, you didn't invent that name. (laughs) See you all next week. Bye.
3: Bye. Bye.